This is Therapy With Me. I'm a licensed psychotherapist in search of human connection. And this podcast is my space to share insights, tips, and meaningful conversations on how to live and build a beautiful life. Sometimes we take life too seriously and miss out on the good stuff. Transitioning into different seasons can feel lonely, but I hope to support and guide you on your journey to wellness. So without further ado, let the session begin. Hello and welcome. Happy to be here with you today. I hope you guys are having a good day. So far, I have been feeling all over the place today. It's It's been something. What an interesting week weather-wise. Um, but as long as we have extended sunshine, I am not complaining. Even though we had a sprinkle of snow, I believe that we'll actually have a spring this time around and not skip to straight up hot. Uh, if you If you know, you know, if you're in the Midwest, it's such a blessing when we do have four seasons, but it just sometimes skips. And it's not out of the ordinary to experience four seasons in a week. I just, I have high hopes. It's been nice and I just wanted it to stay. But because of the abundance of sunshine, I've been craving walks like nobody's business and it just solves all my problems. If only, just kidding. But it genuinely makes me feel 10 times better getting some gentle movement, some fresh air in my lungs, and vitamin D is like a hug for the soul. I always feel so grounded and so held by by nature and when I'm out there. Um, another thing that I've been loving is tea. I've been on a tea kick. As much as I love coffee, tea has been my OG, but there's something so soothing and so satisfying about the process and ritual of making tea. It's so cozy. Like before bed, I'm already looking forward to brewing my first morning cup with a little honey and vanilla creamer. I feel like if I did a poll, coffee would win hands down. But if you're open to trying, hop on the tea train, y'all. It's been fantastic. I've been a tea stand for a while, but I thought it deserved some airtime. But anywho, before I get too distracted, let's just get started on today's topic of the importance of being yourself through self-expression. That by showing up as your true self, as your true being, you're inspiring others to do the same. When we live out our values, pursue what we want, express our authenticity, we are doing our part in making the world a better place. You do not need that permission to break free from what, what is no longer serving you. There has been a lot of backlash when it comes to this, but this has been something that's active in my consciousness and I really wanted to talk about this today because there's so much power in shifting this mindset and practicing this on a daily basis. We are a product of our environment, our culture, our upbringing, but that doesn't have to stop us from thinking, acting, and behaving differently. You're not a bad person for disagreeing with your parents, your neighbors, your friends, or your coworkers. You have every right to have your own opinion and thought process. The only issue that I have with this indoctrination is a patronizing attitude and shaming that occurs when we do not fit the mold or resonate with the status quo. I see this show up often when we talk about success. When I hear from my clients, I am not successful, and hear the tremble and sadness in their voice, I can only empathize because it's the weight of the world on your shoulders, but it's not yours to carry. 
whether or not you're comparing yourself to those that you know or to culture's definition of success, you're also robbing yourself of the opportunity to unearth or discover your genius, your gifts, your talents. Maybe you're not academically inclined, but incredibly resourceful and communicative. You're not less than because you didn't get straight A's in high school or college. You're not less than if you didn't even go to school. I sometimes feel so cheated by the world when I'm learning about the various types of intelligences that exist in the world because I would have loved to hone in on that at a very young age and see what that would have been like. But when we are modeled on one thing that matters, that's important, we obviously naturally compare ourselves to that. That's just part of our nature. I think it was Howard Gardner who studied this extensively but he was a Harvard psychologist and believed that there are over eight types of intelligences that exist. There's spatial intelligence that's more geared towards visual and spatial judgment, bodily kinesthetic that focuses on physical movement and motor control. There's musical, linguistic, logical, mathematical, that's more analytical and arithmetic. There's also interpersonal, intrapersonal intelligence and naturalistic intelligence where you see more patterns, um, diversities and relationships in nature. And you can be a mix of, of others, but the idea is you don't have to be boxed in and you don't have to value one over the other. All of them are valid and important. And it just makes me wonder, like, can you imagine how different school and academics would be if we had focused on individualizing our, lo- our learning capacities, depending on our specific intelligences? I'm betting that it would be much more enjoyable and useful. Regardless of how we receive this information, we can reject the beliefs that no longer serve us. However, whether it's good or bad, right or wrong for us, we can tell the differences. How does it feel in your body? How does it feel in your being? Is it contractive or expansive? We have the ability to discern, to feel, to do, and to be. The more experience that I have in this earth in meeting so many people, the more I'm open to altering the meaning that I've assigned to success. I used to think that it consisted of working in a high profile job, being fit, going on lavish trips, owning your own place, having the latest car, and having a partner that would somehow afford you this title and and feeling of peace. But it just felt really limiting and superficial to me when I started this, this chase of fulfilling this pursuit. I know that I'm relatively young, but it just didn't sit right with me. I didn't care for the hustle culture. I didn't care for the title. I didn't feel inclined to buy into trends or name brand things. And since I'm a woman, I didn't find value in using all my money to indulge in the beauty industry. And I can probably do a whole episode on this, but you get my point. I felt so removed by by these things and from these things, even though this is what people told me was the end all be all. And I fought so hard to suppress these pings and feelings surrounding this because I didn't want to upset those around me and be seen as this lazy person or unsuccessful person. And to them, it's like, after all, like, what do I have to show for myself, right? It's so damaging 
to young minds to believe in this fallacy because it minimizes our true desires, hopes, wishes, and dreams. And it's like, maybe you desire a slower pace of life. Maybe you desire a, a normal or ordinary life. Maybe you desire that multi-million dollar lifestyle. And maybe you're okay with working a nine to five and spending time with your, your family and your friends and, and having a, a nice hobby for yourself. Whatever that is for you, you don't have to feel bad or wrong for wanting it. I'm here to remind you that you have a choice and you have a voice in that matter. And the truth is, you also don't owe anyone an explanation. But in addition to bringing forth joy and alignment, practicing our authenticity actually contributes to a greater cause in bettering the world. I know it may sound like a basic quote, but I always loved Gandhi's quote of, be the change you wish to see in the world. Because it reminded me that I didn't have to do anything grandiose in order to make an impact. It reminded me that I could be impactful. It reminded me that I was powerful and that I can create change. And it reminded me that I mattered. I get that when we are sucked into that doom scrolling and portrayal of atrocities, we can feel hopeless and helpless. However, don't let that jade you from remembering our self-agency and practicing our self-agency and self-determination to do our part in creating good. Yes, there is darkness, but there is also lightness, kindness, and love that exists. When you take care of yourself, you better the world. When you are happy, full, and content, you can inspire those around you to do the same. When you are living out your values, you start engaging with life. So start living the life that delights you. I get that it's easier said than done, but small steps compounded over time are huge changes. And I'm so proud of you for getting out of bed today and deciding to do one small thing for yourself whether it's making yourself breakfast this morning, moving your body, hour, or just actually getting out of bed today, I am proud of you. Some days I feel incredibly active and energized, but there are many days in between that I feel heavy and, and slow. I just want to keep things real with you guys because I don't want to promote a false image. There are certain people in this industry that have this holier-than-thou attitude, and it's incredibly nauseating, and I can't stand it. Like when I'm on and offline, in or out of the office, I am who I am. I am still a human that messes up, and it doesn't exempt me from, from the suffering. Along the way, I'm just a human that learned to entertain some softness that has been immensely healing and gratifying. I hope this small session was helpful, and it got you thinking a little it's something that's always been on my mind that I wish I explored sooner. But that's all I have for today. If you feel called to, please rate and review this podcast wherever you're listening on so we can reach my friends. And in the meantime, you can connect with me over on Instagram at its lease or therapywillysmarie.com. Sending all my love to you. I'll see you very soon. Bye, guys.